Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Well, good evening, everybody. Good evening, good sir. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. You are now watching Distance Nerding. He's Young Phil. And he, I believe, is Jamez5000. And, and we're here to nerd together. We're talking about anything. Pop culture, movies, food, music, wrestling, whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. Now, guys, you got to find us on all of the social medias that exist that are out there, because if it is a social media, we're on it. Uh, of course, at our YouTube, at our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Linktree, TikTok, wherever it is, you can find us at Distance Nerding. All the things. All of the things. Now, this week on deck, what do we got? We got the download. Getting all the news in there. We got a couple rumors, so we're going to be starting some rumors. Hell yeah. And then we're breaking down a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, we're breaking down a lot today. Yeah. Are you ready to talk that Doctor Strange trailer? I'm so ready to talk that Doctor Strange trailer. I know you wanted to talk like all the Super Bowl commercials, but I only want to talk about one. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. Well, that and Moon Knight. Uh, Yeah, we can talk about that. That's fine. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, we're, we're going to be talking Book of Boba. We got double the Boba. Double the Boba. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Switch that over. You know why I'm switching those over? So we can. Because if I look at you, it looks right. Yes. Continuity wise. Way, way to be um, on point. There I like go. it. Okay. I like it. Right. There we go. Now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I believe it's time. For the I want to talk about some sponsors, though. Uh, I definitely want to talk some sponsors. So throwing it off the bat, of course, uh, the first sponsor I want to talk about specifically, specifically, specifically is Poddex. Now, guys, our stream, all of our shows are brought to you by Poddex. Poddex is a unique interview question and episode starting prompt in the palm of your hands. So whether you are a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to grow your uh, your audience, I was going to say our name, uh, (laughs) or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, guys, go to Poddex. 
X.com. And you're going to use the code NERDING10, that is N E R D I N G 10, mm-hmm. for 10% off of your purchase of Poddex. Uh, again, I bring it up every week, but if you haven't checked out Poddex, the app itself is great. You open up the app, you say, oh, what is it that I want to talk about here, right? Let's go, uh, how dare you? Right there. <laughs> there. You know, I just saw that Travis was posting some new decks, like interview decks. Look at that question, dude. The first question off the bat, who is your least favorite friend? Like, who's my least favorite friend in this room? Uh, probably I mean, me. I have the answer. Right. That, I understand that. It's okay. But it's also my favorite friend in the room. So Aww. there you go, yeah. right? Is it, is it Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Oh. Boba Fett. Ah! Uh, anyway. Uh, so if the stream is brought to you by Poddex and you're wondering why Young Phil has so much energy on a regular basis, it's it's because Young Phil is brought to you by Dubby. Dubby is an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus, concentration, reaction time with no jitters or crash. Dubby contains no maltodextrins, no sugars, no fillers, no, no artificial colors, no dyes, anything like that. It doesn't have all of the extra stuff that just kind of bloats it out the way that some other competitors have. Uh, their energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, if you want to find out more about W, go to W.GG. That is W. Hold on. Dot GG. And use the code NERDING10. Pretty much everywhere you go on any of our sponsors, you go to NERDING10, N E R D I N G 10, and you get 10% off your purchase. How cool is that? There it is. I like it. How cool is that? Now, we have one we other got sponsor. sponsors. We got friends. Exactly. We have oh. one other sponsor on the show here, uh, and we actually have a video for this one. So, real oh, quick, make plans now for this year's Capitola Collecticon, March 4th through 6th. Star Wars Sunday at Capitola Collecticon happening March 6th. Come meet the original Mandalorian and Boba Fett cast members. For general admission or VIP passes, visit CapitolaCollecticon.com. There you go. That's much better than me reading a bunch of crap. I know, right? That so guys, so much better. <laughs> go check out Capitola CollectCon. If you are not already going, get to it. Uh, and then at checkout, when you're buying your passes, put in the code N-E-R-D, NERD, uh, and you'll get, what was it, $5 off? Yeah, you get $5 off your two-day pass. You get $5 off a two-day pass. Yep. So that is Saturday, which is the Sons of Anarchy Day, and Sunday, the Star Wars Day, with five freaking Boba Fets. Five. Five. That's a lot of Boba Fets. See that mythosaur behind me right there? Five, guys. Do it. Do it. Do it. Which we heard in Book of Boba. Do it. Do it. Uh, I mean, dude, I'm, I don't know if you've been following the live streams from Capitola Collecticon. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're so good. Everybody is jumping in. Everybody is super excited about it. Every time Rob goes on live, there's something new that he's showing off. Oh, whether, yeah. Whether it's like, oh, we have a new guest or here's a new print, you know, a new Boba Fett print. Here's um some new pops we got. Here's this. Here's that. New vendors. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's it's all kinds of fun. Uh, right. As we're doing this, I'm going to go ahead and load up some some dubby. Yeah, you do that. And by the way, we'll be at Capitola Collecticon. Oh, we absolutely will. All all the days, all the things. All of the um, things. So come by, say hi. We'll be hanging out. If you want, you know, follow us on Instagram and get a chance to win some Funko Pops. We'll have, I think, three Funko Pops a day. Right. A day? We're, so we're doing six total? Yeah, that we're going to be giving away at uh, Capitola Collecticon. Nice. So all you got to do is come by our booth, tell us what's up, follow us on Instagram, you know, and then you're answered in. That easy. That's pretty dope. And we got all kinds of friends going. It's going to be great. Oh, man. Uh, Tim Donaldson's going to be there. Uh, C. Michael Nelson. Uh, C. Andrew, Andrew Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, I said C. Michael. Uh, C. Andrew Nelson. Yeah, Alan Fernandez. Alan Fernandez. So that is, Tim Donaldson is an original Jawa. Uh, C. Andrew Nelson has logged the most hours in that Darth Vader outfit on screen, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Fernandez is the original uh, Tuscan Raider, the guy with the gaffy stick. You know, yeah. it was that the, guy. He's the dude that they basically did a boomerang on before boomerangs were a thing. Exactly. Exactly. He created boomerang. 
rings. Yeah. Why? Because he trains elephants. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, how'd you get in the movie industry? Yeah, train elephants. Well, you got some. You better put that on screen. That Debbie's about to blow up. See all the bubbles. The bubbles. The bubbles. The Michael bubbles. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, they just announced. Um, I think it's Lauren Mary Kelly, who is the stunt actress for the Armorer. So you actually get the Armorer, and then the stunt actress. Nice. Will be there as well, and she's been in all. She actually did the mocap for um for the Ahsoka fight scenes, like the oh, animated fight scenes. Nice. They mocap the whole thing with her and um, Ray Darth Park. Maul. With her and Ray Park. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, so, Ray Park actually did the uh, mocap for it for that scene. Exactly. So she'll be there too, signing autographs. How cool is that? That's pretty dope, man. That is that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I was super excited about that. Sub nerds, what's up, Tyler? How are you, buddy? It's been a long time since I saw you. Oh wait, it's been about ten minutes. But we got a lot of news to get to. We got news and breakdown to get to. Oh, thank you, sir. I don't want to use Emmett. That feels weird. Well, I, I just washed them just for you. Okay, as long as you washed them. No, I did. I washed them just for you. He's sir. like porcelain. Hold on, hold on. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Salute. Riveting. Riveting podcasting going on right now. Oh yeah. Taste testing, and we're just out here drinking W. All right, y'all. Let's get into some news. And so don't forget, distance Nerdington Post. You're on Facebook. Just go join the Facebook group, the Distance Nerdington Post. That's our little group where all of us are talking about trailers and memes and all kinds of nerd stories that are going on. So we got a ton of trailers. Right. Um, Jurassic World Dominion, which came out like late last week. Uh, the Teen Titans Go came out with a new trailer. Right. Um, there's been like Ridgerton and Downton, Downton Abbey trailers. That, for I those. mean, that's not so much for me. I think that's a bird thing. That people are nerding out on period stuff, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, I mean, what, what, what was it that bird said she is an Anglophile? So, I don't know. Sounds racist, but whatever. <laughs> but the big one that came out, Doctor Strange. Yes. The Multiverse of Madness. We're going to be talking about that Ooh. later. We're going to be doing a whole breakdown of that trailer. Wow. Oh, man. I so excited. At first, I didn't know that trailer was coming. No, I, I think a lot of people didn't know. I, I think everybody was expecting Kenobi. Yeah. And then what, what happened in that trailer, what they showed in that trailer. Oh, yeah. That was bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. Stick around, guys. We will be talking about that in a little bit. All right. Um, let's get into the news. Ready? Do it. Because yeah. there's a lot. So apparently Disney wants us to talk about Bruno. I, I know, right? We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. No, no. So Encanto, right, was a modest hit when it was released in the theaters. But once it got on Disney Plus, it kind of took off all up. again. Yes. It's, it's it gave the everybody only thing that everybody's access. talking about, man. Yeah. For the longest time. And I, did you like, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. It's right up your alley. It's good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was really good. Um, So the animated movie went crazy once it got to Disney Plus and it's winning all kinds of awards and getting all like billboard charts. It's like the first soundtrack to uh, go number one or something in like 10 years or something like right. that. I forgot what the actual stat was. Um, But so big that Disney wants to put it back into the theaters. I'm sure those kids are going to want to go see that again. Yeah, exactly. Now that they know what it is, now it's like, let's go experience it in theaters. Right. You know, movie theater, the whole big theater thing may get an event. I think I, I might want to go see it in theaters too. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you've already watched it like five hundred thousand oh, times. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally, totally. But uh, who's Con more into it, the 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 girls or uh, chemo or chemo? They're probably both, or actually all three into it. Um, I think it's the girls. Mm -hmm. I think chemo's watched it a bunch, so I think I think it's more the girls that are into it. Um, but Encanto was recently nominated for three Academy Awards, including Best Animated Feature, right? And I which well deserved. Yeah, I think that's why they're putting it back into theaters. But also, they're thinking it may be going back into theaters because they just announced that Turning Red, the new Pixar movie right, right. is going straight to Disney Plus. Gotcha. So they're they're trying free. to 
right. no money. So they're trying to like make up for that that loss. Yeah. So like, let's get a heavy hitter that's you know gaining some steam. Let's put it back in theaters since we're losing out on Cutting Red. What if Disney figures it out and is like, oh, let's let's do like reverse movies and they release Good it on point. Disney Plus first and then put it in theaters because people are going to want to go watch it in theaters. Like, what if they figure that out? That, that's what they figured out. If they develop like enough hype like that, yeah, dude, that'd be crazy. That'd be a weird like switcheroo because like you know when they put Encanto back in in theaters and wait it, say that again say that again Encanto oh yeah nice. <laughs> like you know when they it put it back them. in theaters uh and it's like say it's a smash hit and like, uh-huh. they make a crap ton of money off of it like what's to say they won't do that with Turning Red or they won't do that with other right movies? that's a good point that's yeah. a good point so I think the reason why they're putting Encanto back in theaters because Turning Red is not going to be in theaters but if you do all the like the movie math that means there's no like brand new theatrical release for mm-hmm. Disney until Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in May in yeah. May so I mean three months from now you know that's a long time to go without something in the theaters right from from all their IP all their IP that's crazy you know I mean I guess Spider-Man is still out there but I mean technically that's Sony but they're getting a cut so will you be leaving the casita to see Encanto in theaters maybe a date night it was just Valentine's Day date night Jackie's not into going to movies though. So I mean uh, okay, that would be that, that that would be like a self-date. Yeah. Plus it's a movie you could see on your couch without pants on. Oh whatever. Exactly. Okay, let's move on. All right. Holy mayhem in the multiverse, Batman. <laughs> it was just announced Teen Titans Go, the animated series, will be back for an eighth season. I had no idea this would be an eighth season. I, I didn't realize it was going on for so long. Yeah. Um I, I mean I'm I'm more I, I still like the anime version of it, the original version of Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that Teen Titans Go isn't good. Um, but it's just, it's a little more cartoony and campy for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, Teen Titans, the original one was, uh, it, it, it had more substance. It was more, the story was a lot more engaging. Yeah, it was for an older crowd. Right. This one's for, for a young crowd. like Which they were talking about reviving it, but just, it never happened. Yeah. But this, Teen Titans Go, is is a hit. Like, kids love it. Like, email found it, and he's like, I'm going to watch this. I'm like, heck yeah, you are. Teen Titans were, like, I grew up on Teen Titans. Like, George Perez, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I love this show. I'm like, awesome. And then they came out with Happy Meals and yeah. everybody was happy. I'm like, who wants a Happy Meal? Who? We're getting a Happy Meal every day. Well, I, w- I, went, to go everything. See, I went to go see uh, Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what hooked me on it because I was uh-huh. like, oh, this is actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But they also announced that they're coming out with a crossover, which is fun, which they already did one. Um, and that was really fun. But mm-hmm. like this new crossover looks to be super interesting. So it's going to be Teen Titans Go and DC Superhero Girls Mayhem in the Multiverse. Okay. Every- everybody's got a multiverse. Yeah. I know. So, which is really fun because it's two different properties right. that are going on, you know, at the same time. Uh, if you haven't seen um, DC Superhero Girls, super funny, super funny. It's like if, uh, I don't know, if Teen Titans Go is for that, I don't know, 6 to 10 crowd, you know, DC Superhero Girls is probably 8 to 13 year old girl crowd. It's it's very much like the Bratz crowd. It's But it's so fun. You know what? Um, I really enjoy both of these shows, um, especially, especially DC Superhero Girls because it's funny, right? Mm-hmm. But kind of like what we're talking about all the time with, with characters and like you have to stay rooted in who the characters are. Right. They do that really well, but they put like this fun, you know, preteen spin comedy thing on it. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly who the characters should be, but in this preteen fashion. Right. You know, so it's like uh, like Batgirl's always trying to like live up to what uh, Batman wants and is right. always kind of mad at uh, Robin for like he gets everything, you know, kind of like right. the favorite child, you know, and uh, uh, Supergirl is always like, 
like, oh, what am I always in the shadow of Superman? You know, like kind of angsty. Doesn't know what to do with 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 her own energy. Right. But it's great. I love both these shows. Check this out. Teen Titans Go will now be the longest running animated series in DC history with 400 episodes. Wow. That is nuts. That's 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 like anime worthy right there. I know. That's crazy. And then they're going to be adding uh, or have guests on like uh, Beard Hunter and King Shark. Okay. I'm into it. Lex Luthor is going to be jumping on board this uh, Teen Titans Go train. Are they really bringing in Beard Hunter? Yeah. That's funny. So I'm Beard Hunter was on uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, Hmm. yeah. There you go. It's it's kind of funny that they're bringing him in. Like Beard Hunter is such a weird character. Uh huh. Yeah. He's he's a villain and basically he can um he's a tracker right and all he needs is like a hair from your beard and he can like track any person. That sounds interesting. He's such a weird character. What if you don't have a beard? I, I, I forgot. That's his. That's his like super weakness. Yeah. He doesn't have a beard. It's yeah. It's just it's it's a weird thing. Okay. All right. I got a superhero synopsis. Synopsis for the Teen Titans Go and DC superhero girls mayhem in the multiverse with the help of an ancient Kryptonian power. Ooh. Lex Luthor unites the world's supervillains to capture all of Earth's superheroes. Only the DC superhero girls are left to stop the Legion of Doom. Ooh. Our heroes must cross dimensions to rescue their fellow superheroes from the Phantom Zone. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Okay, so they're going to a prison world. Okay. But a fortuitous wrong turn leads them to the Titan's Tower. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's okay. kind of fun. I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, so let's see. Mayhem in the Multiverse is a feature-length animated TV movie. Um, let's see. It'll be coming on. Oh, actually, check this out. It's going to be released early okay. to buy on May 24th. And then it's going to premiere on Cartoon Network May 28th. So like gotcha. the, the following week. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like the uh, the 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 purchase, purchasable copies are coming out on May 24th. Got to make that money. Right. And then Cartoon Network on the 28th. And then it's going to be streaming on HBO, uh, HBO Max, Max on, on June 28th. So a month later. Right. So that's kind of neat for a, for a big time movie like that. I know. Well, it's a big time. I love how like they have this movie that's like, oh, yeah, we're doing this movie and we have dates for everything. And then it's like Teen Titans Go will premiere sometime in 2022. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have the thing that you can buy. Right. The stuff for free. They're like, meh. They're like, yeah, it'll, we'll talk about that later. It's coming at some point. Exactly. Exactly. Who's <laughs> in the chat? I didn't say I was going to say hello. You were talking about I was going to say hello to Amy. who said hello to us. Hi, what's up, Amy? And then Tyler Yancey in here. Mm-hmm. Then my boy Henry Gomez. What up, brother? What's up, Henry? What we got here? It says Teen Titans Go. I'm liked by the anime community. I should be an anime. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> because it's chibi, man. I mean, that's the thing is that it's it's a different feeling because it's a chibi uh, thing and, and it's not 100% anime. Uh, it's almost being like 200 episodes. <laughs> there you Dang, go. I can't I can't think of any other cartoon that has gone more than 200. And that's true. I mean, the most episodes or most cartoons usually end around 200 episodes. So the fact that this is like up to 800 is just ridiculous. I mean, it's got to be like The Simpsons. Who else? SpongeBob, maybe? Yeah, well, SpongeBob has like 24 seasons or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, South Park. South Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty far up there. You know, it's a lot to talk about. Right. All right. We're going back to our childhood toy bins. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. So the Nasil company, the studio that gave us uh, Netflix's the toys that made us and the movies that made us and behind the attraction on Disney Plus. Um, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Center seat uh, on History Channel. I didn't realize. And, and, you know, it's funny because they all like run the same way. It's yeah. very much the same type of show. Uh, I did not realize that they were all the same company. Yeah, it's all by the Nasil company. So Nasil is bringing back a toy store near you. 
on Amazon Prime for two more seasons. Is that uh, is that four seasons total? Or is that so that, that, that would be season five and six? Oh wow! So they're going they're going ham. Yeah. They're going big. Yeah. Our boy uh, Andrew from Toy Fusion, he was on season three. Right. Same with I think uh, the Bat Cave, which is in Santa Rosa, not that far from here, like two hours away. Okay. Um, I think they were on season two. They were on season two. There's been a few stores here in like NorCal. Yeah. That have been featured. Um. So this, if you're not familiar with it, so this the whole series is it's kind of documentary ish. Um. About toy stores and their stories behind the people and and, and the people that frequent the stores. Uh, a lot of season one, season two, some of season three was about how they dealt with the pandemic, right? Which was an interesting spin of like, how do we survive? And you know, there's a lot of stores that didn't survive, right? So it was really interesting to see how, how it's that... actually interesting to think like how many of the stores that were featured in the first two seasons are still around. Yeah, exactly. You know, what what's interesting though is that um, they spotlighted all these stores, right? Mm -hmm. They have a big, you know, what is it, Brian Volkwise, huge toy fan huge toy fan he's the guy that runs this heel he shines a spotlight on all these toy stores right but he donates a majority of the profit back to these stores right to keep them running exactly which yeah. i didn't know about and i'm like oh that's actually really cool it's like a super cool like noble thing to do yeah and it's not like they advertise that or anything right so anyway the studio has greenlit a toy store near you for season five and season six um they haven't announced what stores will be in them or right. in the in the series yet but i'm excited because it's fun just seeing all the toys and all the stories behind them right and they actually um let's see they just released a special episode because they found a store um called repeats collectibles in new hampshire right that started because of this show which oh, was wow. kind of a fun idea so it was like a couple that that started watching the show they're like you know we love toys we've always wanted to do this look look at how cool it is you know it's not just our little you know niche that you know we love toys we know that there's a big community out there yeah let's dive in and so they were inspired to start their own toy store called oh, repeat cool. collectibles i'm like that's awesome yeah and so that that episode is available now like on youtube i think i posted it it's in the distance Norrington post actually yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to check that out because that's that's really cool just like mm -hmm. you know they started a toy store because they saw you know surviving toy stores mm -hmm. that's that's really cool and following their passion like right, that's right. i mean kind of like what we're doing we're like passionate about nerd stuff right right start a podcast especially because like you know like the big monster corporate toy stores don't exist anymore like there's no more kb toys there's no more toys are us i mean you can get toys at like your walmarts and your Target, uh, targets yeah. and your kmart is kmart still a thing? i don't know i don't think so well, let's your, say your not. walmart your walmarts and your yeah and that kind of stuff and i mean of course amazon's got like a a, mm -hmm. a pull on that market but i mean like it's cool to see like these kind of like niche markets start popping up yeah plus you got to think about like 50s 60s 70s like we're we're literally looking at 70 years of toys and toy collecting right that's out there and that's what people love people are going back to their childhood you know look at the things that you know we talk about all the time star wars marvel dc it's our childhood you right. know so th these are like tangible pieces of childhood that people are grabbing onto and like they want to see all these cool little toys so kind of fun check this out nasil is going a step further oh god what are they doing they're getting into the toy business really so they're launching a new toy division for like nostalgic franchises that you may have remembered or just like not um not like i don't know i guess they're not transformers they're not star wars they're not the big ones right they're, they're not the like small the big, ones right like um great garloo right. which was like i think they just actually released a funko pop of that um power lords and then this one i totally forgot about robo force robo force <laughs> i have yes. some robo force toys do you in my garage right now oh that is awesome i should have brought it over i should have you really should have man that would have been great way to plan this out um but they, because we're hacks and frauds that's why. exactly they went out and got all these ips right for all these different you know toy franchises right they bought them all up now they're going to be re-releasing some of these toys 
series under the Nasil company name. That is super cool. So I mean, if you're, it's super niche, but it's super fun that they're that they're doing this. I mean, the Nasil company's only been around since like 2017, and like they're producing producing all these shows. Um, they're creating their own toy line. This is they're supporting other companies. Right. I dig it. They're just dude. They're 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 just kind of bringing that nostalgia market back. You know, because mm-hmm. I mean, like the shows that they're doing and uh, just funding these 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 like just memory toys, these member berries. Yeah. Like just everything that they're doing is just it's it's awesome, man. Like you know, just they're keeping our childhood alive, right? In a way that Michael Bay can't. Ooh, hot take, hot <laughs> take. So there is one franchise that kind of sticks out. So um, back in 2021, they're partnered. They partnered with Super Seven mm-hmm. to revive the 1980s animated franchise Silverhawks. And I was going to ask about that too. So imagine that that's going to be a whole new toy line as well. I think that show is supposed to go to Netflix. I was saying they're doing a TV show too, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be produced by the Nasil company and then a, a toy line to support it and you know what's funny i remember silverhawks i used to love silverhawks mm-hmm. and it was like uh gi joe transformers thundercats and then silverhawks right but so not a lot of people were like in love with silverhawks but it was right there it was so cool i, I thought it was a cool little and, and they show. live in the same universe as like um um thundercats yeah and uh who else is in that universe it was silverhawks thundercats nasil company is gonna tell us yeah there, there was another franchise that lived in that universe yeah yeah he-man was right there too mm-hmm. they're not in the universe but it was like gi joe transformers right he-man thundercats and then boom right silverhawks so it was all right there Dude, so I'm cool man s- i'm super excited for a toy store near you shout out to toy fusion right who helps out with our show sometimes our boy andrew mm-hmm. you know so he'll get some more notoriety as well oh yeah i dig it i dig it in fact this whole segment was brought to you by toy fusion oh look at you go to toyfusion.com get you some toys get yourself some toys he will ship it to you oh he will i thought I th- i'm pretty sure i you saw that will. on the website yeah, yeah. I, I know that because i was helping him out shipping yeah. some of that. <laughs> yeah so he will ship you toys guys yeah. if you are on the east coast and you're watching the show right now do it do it do it all right so we're talking about nasil bringing all this stuff back now we're going to talk about some stuff that's going away sort of uh, yeah so viacom cbs the big huge company mm-hmm. is no more really it's going away are they dissolving or are they just being like absorbed viacom cbs will now be known as just paramount wow. not paramount plus just paramount okay right so there's a big investors day event you know disney had a big investors day event right right so paramount viacom cbs just did the same thing and they announced that they're just going to be called paramount from now on which i like it's much easier on the brain than viacom cbs it's mu- it's much less corporate right than the five hundred thousand you know different corporations that all live under that umbrella right and instead of being like this big media mogul they're they're more like hey we're an entertainment company right old paramount which is kind of kind of cool i dig that and it's like effective today okay uh so what does he say ceo bob backish said effective february 16th we'll be bringing together our leading portfolio of premium entertainment properties under a new parent company named paramount which is like obvious right 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 right. but if you think about it like it's it puts them right there with disney like disney and disney plus it's paramount paramount plus right way too similar now i'm thinking about it but all those companies cbs nickelodeon uh comedy central mtv bet you know all that stuff pluto tv which is on roku pluto tv's on um fire fire tv too oh I, it is I, I have it on my fire tv there you go mm-hmm. it's all like one umbrella just like it'd be you know disney pixar marvel mm-hmm. star wars under disney Smithsonian tv it makes so know. much sense yeah so much sense to like bring it all together that's okay it's, it's kind of a big deal kind of a big deal kind of is so they talked about like it's the name recognition the unification it just makes total sense right but on top of that they announced a ton of stuff under paramount and they wanted to hit it big yeah. with this new name so autobots 
Roll out. Yes. A lot. <laughs> We're a full year away from Transformers Rise of the Beasts, the new, you know, theatrical movie. Right. But it was confirmed that Rise of the Beasts will start off a new trilogy. I'm still skeptical until I see the, 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 the movie. Because even the trailer, no matter what, it's going to look badass. Like, I'm skeptical until I see the movie. Right. But I mean, we're over a year away from it. And mm -hmm. they just announced it's going to kick off a trilogy. Right. Like, oh, they are going all in on this. Mm -hmm. I see how it is. I see how it is. So they also released that Rise of the Beast will be set in 1994. Okay. And will follow two humans from Brooklyn who come into an ancient conflict that ties in with three factions of Transformers. Okay. So not, I mean, it kind of feels like the original Transformers movie, you know, like we need to humanize this a little bit. So we need to have like some kind of human story behind it. I, I kind of don't want that though. Like I want it to be a story. This is why the animated movie or the animated uh, uh, series that they did on Netflix did mm -hmm. so well is because they did not focus on people. Nobody cares about the human element. Everybody wants to see robots beating the crap out of each other. I think that's, I think you're right to an extent, <laughs> but I think to tell a story, I think they want to add that human factor in it. But it's even then you don't necessarily need that. Like you can have a, a couple of humans that are in there and whatnot that they interact with. But mm -hmm. like the story is so much more compelling when you get into why the Autobots had to come to Earth. Right. And the the ongoing war with in this timeline with the Predacons. Right. But I mean, mm -hmm. like, you know, even then, like with the Decepticons and just kind of like this entire war that's happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I want to see is that I think they just haven't cracked the code on how to get these robots to emote properly because we've seen like war on Cybertron on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's a great that's, show. That's what I was talking about is, is that was great. You know, they did such a good job yeah. with that. And that's Rooster Teeth, right? I mean, Rooster Teeth being, you know, a company that uh, they primarily tried to revitalize anime, right? But I mean, like, you know, they did a really good job in doing Transformers. And it's like, you know, you got these really deep, compelling storylines about robots, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see some random human storyline that has nothing to do with the war on Cybertron. What if it was Megan Fox? Honestly, even with Megan Fox, I don't care. <laughs> okay, I just had, I just had to ask. I, I just had I, ask. I, I, mean, I, I felt like their story muddied up everything that we wanted to see about Transformers. Yeah, that's well, what I want. Is I want, I want something that focuses on the Transformers, not on the people. Mm -hmm. The people can be there, and there can be like a war on Earth and everything like that. But I mean, that I don't want that to be the focus of the story. Yeah, I gotcha. Which makes me wonder how they're gonna do uh, Rise of the Beasts, Beast Wars. You know, like that era, because that feels almost even more out there because it's animals and, and like what that they need to emote right and what makes it just uh, again even weirder is that okay they're, they're setting it in 1994 mm -hmm. well beast wars is supposed to take place so distant in the future that the earth is destroyed mm -hmm. and it's like basically they've reverted back to like pre prehistoria pre yeah so gotcha. it's like again they're gonna do this is supposed to take place before the before the first movie mm -hmm. so it's like why so they must be like completely rewriting that the first the michael bay stuff yeah that must be all gone even though they'll find a way to make bumblebee in the movie but mm -hmm. we'll just ignore that whole continuity thing well i think bumblebee is what they're what they're basing everything on is yeah i think that was their reset was was the bumblebee movie exactly of course so if you're not happy with that version of transformers and you know we, we're still out on rise of the beast we have more transformers coming mm -hmm. again paramount went big we're getting a new animated series from nickelodeon okay coming this fall so 2022 okay rise of the beasts is kicking off a new trilogy and starts in 2023 okay and then the franchise is, is going to expand into a, a cg animated transformers theatrical release in 2024 see the animated stuff is usually good it 
it's it's the live action stuff is where yeah. they get is where they mess everything up and it's because you have these studio heads that think they know what they're doing and then and then they're surprised when well huckerman didn't make that much money it's because you guys don't know how to talk to the fans right you guys don't know how to listen to the fans you guys think you're doing what you think you want what you think the fans want and you're going in the complete like a complete opposite direction right right well i mean this marks like the last tra- like full transformers animated movie mm-hmm. was like the 86 one you know like right. with prime and hot rod and, and unicron and and galvatron and galvatron, all that yeah. right and, you uh, got the touch <laughs> you got the power get a starscream prime for like 10 seconds yes yeah. that that did not last long no because galvatron murdered him but i mean mm-hmm. go watch the movie guys yeah spoiler alert <laughs> for, a, almost... for a movie from 1986 yeah. it's pushing 40 years like geez right. come on buddy all right let's keep going mm-hmm. more power paramount stuff cowabunga dude cowabunga all, all this news makes me want to eat a pizza so there's a yeah, new that sounds right <laughs> that's my best uh michelangelo there's a new cg animated teenage mutant ninja turtles movie coming from seth rogan okay and evan goldberg and evan i don't know who that is do you? uh evan goldberg have you ever watched that show that, that, that show the goldberg yeah oh yeah yeah that okay. show is about him as a kid got it got uh it. evan goldberg um think like every almost every nostalgic movie we've seen lately yeah evan goldberg has his hands in it got it you know like every good nostalgic movie that you've seen lately that's pretty cool hey julie and hey phoenix what's going on sorry i was reading the news i, I couldn't look at the chat <laughs> perestroika excellent <laughs> perejaka 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 dormi no dude okay oh look at you go <laughs> i love that movie so much so they just showed uh the new logo for the new tmnt movie right and for some reason like it's, it's just a logo but it reminds me so much of the original like eastman and laird i was gonna say logo it looks like the the eastman and laird logo which i mean if it's coming from seth rogan and evan goldberg i mean everything seth rogan has touched that is something that he's not in has been amazing like preacher was his preacher was great it looked just like the comic book yeah. uh the boys is his and we all know how big of a hit boys is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like seth rogan is really big about he's and he said it like with the boys he said he wants these things to be comic book accurate mm-hmm. because you can make things that are comic book accurate add to them and still make it good mm-hmm. you know and seth rogan has found that formula he's done a really good job of like taking the the source material and adding enough to it where it's different but then it's still being something the fans like yeah i dig it and i think it's gonna be the right mixture mm-hmm. of comedy plus the story right just thinking about like how they they handle the boys right you know it's super shocking but it's also funny right but it's also telling like interesting stories so i dig it right so the official paramount plus tweet i'm gonna quote the tweet is that's we're fine hit, we're hitting a new low that's not a low 2023 <laughs> will usher in a new era of turtle mania cowabunga with the theatrical release of a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from Seth Rogen, followed by a series of villain-driven TMNT films, films exclusively for Paramount Plus. Okay, that's that's got me a little uh, um, excited because oh. what if we get a Krang movie? Exactly. Are we gonna get a, a Shredder origin story? Like we'll get a Shredder, like 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 Shredder in Japan when he was the pet rat of, uh, or no, I'm sorry, uh, when Splinter was his pet rat yeah right because if you go into the comics that's that like splinter was his pet rat that's how he learned how like like all of the stuff that he knows and then he got you know hit with the radioactivity and and became a master on his own yeah and that 
doesn't come out until like way later on in the comics. Yeah. But um, who else? Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Rocksteady and Bebop. Rocksteady and Bebop will be cool, but uh, I'm I'm thinking more. The Who's the, the fly? What was the, his name? The hog and the yeah and the rhino. Yeah, yeah. Rocksteady and Bebop. Uh, what was the, the the fly dude's name? The scientist. Uh, I forgot that one. Um, I, we were I'm deep enough with Kang. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. What's his name? I've got pictures of him. Baxter Stockman. That's right. Baxter okay. Stockman. I want to. I want a movie about Baxter Stockman. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Greg? Oh, oh dude. Funny. Uh, so that that thing that we ordered because I I wanted it to kind of be a surprise. Uh, that thing that we ordered. Uh, I sent you a picture of it. It looks amazing, James. I got to show it to you later. I'll take a look at it. Yeah, as long as we have to keep our pants on. Oh, we definitely have to keep our pants oh, on. That's fine. Paramount Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie will come out of its shell on August eleventh, twenty twenty three. Yes. Wait, there's a trailer. They didn't. They did a new Sagi Yujimbo series? What? I'm sorry. I just got to find a picture of it. Oh, he's going to derail us. Thanks, Greg. Just derailed the show. Philippe is going down a rabbit hole, like a samurai rabbit hole, if you will. See what I did there? This is called filler. I'm filling. No. Yes. This no, is filler. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I see what you did there. Oh, it's a new one? Yeah. They, well, because it's a comic book, but they're um they're they're doing a movie about it or a, a show about it. A live action, and it's going to be Will Smith as, as a rabbit? As Yujimbo? <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm gonna have to read up on it, but I mean, uh, I have not seen that trailer, Greg. I'm gonna watch it now. I, I will get back to you guys in the post um, it. That's what I was gonna say. I'll get to you guys. I'll get back to you guys in the Nerdington post. I'll post the trailer and give you guys my reaction. Have on Greg it. post it. You're busy right now. Uh, Greg, post it in the in the Nerdington post. There you go. All right, let's go on to the next one. This next headline yes. has us going back to the future and probably back again. Mm -hmm. So the next Star Trek movie from producer J.J. Abrams will reunite Chris Pine's like original cast, right? The cast which is crazy now that we we see who they are like in 2022 and moving forward because now all of a sudden it went from like oh we're a, a crap a, a small little cast you know headed by chris pine and zachary quinto mm -hmm. now all of a sudden everybody is huge stars in their own franchises right it's crazy what okay so we're probably gonna have to get like more into this because um you're thinking about Chekhov? yeah anton yelkin yelkin who played Chekhov. I, I i need to know if somebody is like if they recast for that or if, of course, if, yeah, yeah. If Chekhov is just not going to be there, I mean, they said they're getting the original cast together, so I assume they're going to bring everybody back and then um, probably recast Chekhov. Yeah, which is sad, you know. Yeah, uh, super for, sad for those that don't know. Uh, the actor that played Chekhov uh, in in the reboot movies uh, died tra tragically in a car accident. Or no, yeah. was it a car accident or was it skiing? He accident? was no, he it was a car accident. Car he was, accident. He was yeah, yeah. He was kind of crushed. He was young man, crushed and pinned by the car. Yeah, that's what happened. Anyways, yeah, but I mean, anyway. you know, tragically he passed away and it, I mean as sad as it is uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, mm -hmm. if they recast him or if you know they they come up with some excuse as to why Chekhov isn't there yeah I'm sure they're going to recast it and go from there so mm -hmm. just pulling back if it's been a while since we've talked about this edition of Star Trek even though mm -hmm. there's so much Star Trek going on right but I mean uh, this is Chris Pine who was in the 2009 Star Trek the 2013 Star Trek Into Darkness 2016 Star Trek Beyond mm -hmm. we had Zachary Quinto Zoe Saldana Carl Urban, mm -hmm. John Cho, Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. Dude, all, think about every one of those actors. They all went to like headline, well, like the, brand new IPs. Most of them were already famous by the time they got there, right? So I mean, like um, Chris Pine was already kind of starting to get up a little bit, but mm -hmm. I mean, Star Trek definitely kind of boosted his career. Uh, Zach, Zachary Quinto, I already knew him from Heroes, mm -hmm. right? Because he played like the villain on Heroes yeah. and he was like really good. So as soon as they said, oh, he's playing Spock. 
I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, Zoe Saldana was already in a whole bunch of things, but she did kind of blow up after this. Mm -hmm. Carl Urban was already big. Carl Urban had already played a whole bunch of uh, comic book characters and villains and stuff before doing this. But it was, he didn't have uh, Judge Dredd yet. Did he do Dredd after Star Trek? After Star Trek. Okay. I think he actually did it in between like two and three. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely before The Boys. Yeah. But I mean, Carl Urban had already done like a whole bunch of other stuff. He mm -hmm. did uh, Priest. He was in, um, there's so many movies that he was in that I didn't realize he was in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like, and Carl Urban plays a lot of nerdy characters. Uh, John Cho, come on, man. Mm -hmm. Harold and Kumar. Mm, Harold and Kumar. Like, he was White already Castle. He was already famous from two Harold and Kumar more. He got it. He, he ended up being Sulu. I mean, and then you, Simon Pegg is Simon Pegg. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead and uh, Hot Fuzz. Like, so for, Simon Pegg was already big. He's the right-hand man in Mission Impossible now. That's right. That's so, I right. mean, hey, J.J. Uh, Abrams may be calling, but no. On the other line is Tom Cruise. Yeah. What's, what's crazy is as recognizable as all of these actors are, mm -hmm. they fit the role so well. Mm -hmm. You know, like all of them played their roles to a T because they were all just younger versions of the original Star Trek. Cast. Yeah, totally. You know, totally, and like totally. when you when you put them all up, like picture wise, you put them next to the people who they played, mm -hmm. right? Like for example, John Cho, even though he's Korean, played um, Sulu. Who played Sulu originally? It was uh, um, George Takai. George Takai, right? George Takai is Japanese, mm -hmm. right? So like you take a picture of George Takai and you put him up next to John Cho, like your young George Takai with the picture of John Cho now, and they look just like him. Yeah. Right. So it was a trip, just the way that they did that. I think Carl Urban and his, you know, Dr. McCoy yeah. were really spot on. They like, were. He has that uh, intensity that uh, uh, DeForest Kelly did. Yeah. And that little bit of humor mixed in, like the underlying um, humor mixed in to every one of his lines, mm -hmm. you know, was super interesting. Yeah, Carl Urban just showing that British uh, British actors can do anything. He's British? He's British. Son of a. That, that, the accent that he has in the boys, that's how he actually talks. I had no idea. Yeah. God, no, I think you're, no. No, the act, listen to him talking in interviews. The, the, the voice that he had, that he uses in the boys, that's how he really talks. Mm. Which is a trip when you see him as Dread, when you see him as, as McCoy. Mm -hmm. Like, he is really good at changing though. Next, you're going to tell me Harley Quinn's Australian, something like that. Uh, about that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but I mean, they're all got big time franchises right now. Mm -hmm. And then coming back, so Matt Shackman right. will helm the next iteration <laughs> of Star Trek. So if, if you don't know who Matt Shackman is, he's the one um, that did the uh, WandaVision series on Disney Plus. The name that I mispronounced for like three episodes and said that James wasn't saying his name right. I know you threw me under the right. bus. I'm not. I'm trying not to throw you under the bus. But yeah, if you want to just crawl that. under there, that's fine. That's I fine. Did that, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. You know, there's tons of Star Trek shows going on right now. This gets me excited. Right. J.J. Abrams coming back. Give me all the you know lens flares he <laughs> wants to throw at me. I'm all, down. All these Star Wars in the Star Trek universe. Exactly. As as J.J. Abrams put it. Yeah. If somebody pulls out a laser sword. Fine. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, Sulu damn near did in the first movie. Right. That that retractable sword that he pulled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Right. I'm I'm down. So um, I don't think we have a date yet, but Paramount going all in. Let's let's make some noise with these big IPs that we have. Right. I'm all I'm all with it. I'm I'm 100 behind another J.J. Abrams movie. As as much as a lot of Trekkies don't like the new Abrams movies because they feel that it's too much action and not mm -hmm. enough uh not enough like science and exploration. Mm -hmm. They're fun, man. And and a lot of it is the reason I think that I think it works is because it works on um on uh Captain uh I'm always forgetting their names right now. Captain um, Kirk? Captain Kirk. Like it works a lot on Captain Kirk's like impulse. Right. Because Captain Kirk uh, Captain Kirk is is really impulsive. Yeah. Like, even in the originals where it's like you no know, more on like the science side and everything. 
everything like that. Captain Kirk is still really impulsive. He's so, maverick. I mean, he is. Yeah. You know, so I think Chris Pine plays that really well. And then again, like you said, Barrow Urban is really good with um with embodying uh uh Dr. Dr. McCoy, you know, yeah. uh, John Cho is really good as Sulu. I think some of those scenes I love because like it's when Sulu kind of like, you know, like pulls up his pants, like his big boy pants. Yeah. And it's like you think that he's like really timid, but it's just like, yeah, I I will beat the shit out of you. And you're just like don't mess with that guy. Exactly. <laughs> Don't forget this this franchise, this version of Star Trek also had Chris Hemsworth, right, as you know, uh, Captain Pike. No, or, it wasn't sorry, Pike. It was uh, Kirk, he was Kirk's dad. Yeah, Kirk's dad. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but he died. But I mean, yeah, they he could had, find like, ten a, seconds. But I mean, that was could, also right before he played Thor. Yeah, they could find a way to bring him back and do some kind of you know early story or time jump or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, Star Trek's all about the time jumps right now. So yeah. We'll see. And then anyway. Simon Pegg is stupid funny. Yeah. He he's perfect. <laughs> he he is. is perfect as Scotty. Okay, let's keep the download rolling. Yeah. Speaking of rolling, we're getting a third Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's in the works that'll follow up Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Right, which is crazy that they're greenlighting it before they even release the second one. I didn't watch the first one. I'll first be one, it's it's decent. Was it? Yeah, they, okay. they're saying that it's the best uh, um, video game movie adaptation. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of big. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I, I, my only, the only thing that I don't like about it is that uh, Robotnik never gets fat. Wasn't there a big stink about like the animation or something because they changed it originally he looked like super humanoid and really weird mm -hmm. and this is also the first movie where fans got their way oh yeah, yeah there was that's like, a it. huge backlash and fans like complained about the way that he looked in the first trailer yeah so much that they went back and redid the entire movie with a character model that looked more like the original sonic that's right mm -hmm. that's right that's right so sonic the hedgehog 2 doesn't even come out until april right of this year and they just announced a third movie right so I don't, I don't know if you have that in here if I'm getting ahead of myself. Go ahead. But they also announced on uh, on Paramount Plus that Knuckles is getting his own TV series. Yes, yeah. he is. And it's Idris Elba. It, yeah. And that's kind of crazy that, you know, you're, you're, Idris Elba is, is a huge actor. Yeah. And he does mostly features. Uh, to see him do a TV show as Knuckles at that. Yeah. Right. Is going to be awesome. You know, I mean, we just saw Idris in um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, which he did an amazing job. In, in that as well as uh, The Harder They Fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's... He was so good in Harder They Fall. Shout out to Gene Freeman. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Gene Freeman. Yeah. Our boy Gene. But it's so crazy because like literally he was in line to be the he still could be in line to be the next James Bond. Right. But instead he's doing a Knuckles TV series. Right. Which is funny on that is he has said openly like in interviews that he's turned down James Bond <laughs> because he feels he's like he's too old. Yeah, I can see that. He feels like he's too old to play James Bond at this point but mm -hmm. now there's like there's rumors again that there's talks that he might play James Bond yeah by the way by the way Henry jumped into the chat and we missed it but he said that uh, Doctor Strange played Khan in the second Star Trek movie very That's true. true very true that was actually uh, one of his bigger roles too exactly your mom's in Idris Elba Phoenix wants a watch party she just wants to watch all the Star Trek movies yeah I know okay that sounds good oh hold on uh, Drem Angelus in, uh, from on YouTube said uh, first Sonic movie had a great storyline I'm glad they listened to the fans and revi or revise the animation. One hundred percent. I'm I'm yep. also with that too. Like they they listen to the fans and you know because he was really weird. He had like human teeth and weird like dexterous fingers and he had like really long legs and it just he looked really creepy. It was too real. It, it really was. He was too humanized. Yeah. And then when they went and redid the whole thing and made him look like Sonic, it was like this is what we want. Double A's chiming in, in the chat. He wants a younger Bond, not some old ass Idris Elba. The thing is is I, I, I take Aaron's 
opinion on this because the dude is a hardcore Bond aficionado. So double A, tell us who you would pitch to be the new James Bond. Well, Take he said, the time. He said he wants an unknown. Well, I mean, tell me somebody that he that he may have spotted somewhere that he may want. Otherwise, I'm gonna say you said um Timothy Charlemagne. Timothy Charlemagne, no, Timothy Charlemagne cannot <laughs> play James Bond. Hey, don't tell me. Tell double A. That's what he's gonna say. Timothy tell- Chalamet cannot play James Bond. He's mm-hmm. way too skinny. Exactly. Exactly. Idris Alba, Knuckles. But I guess we said the same thing about Robert Pattinson. And I mean, look at him as Batman. Mm-hmm. Dude looks pretty good as Batman. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Never say never. Hmm. All right. In more IP universe expansion. IP. <laughs> <laughs> Dora the Explorer universe is getting bigger. So Paramount, come on. This is your people. Relax. Did you watch the first movie? The only movie you mean? Well, apparently they're making another one. So did you watch the first one? Uh, C. I did not watch the first one. I did. And I liked it. it So Paramount Plus announced two new Dora the Explorer projects. You're not excited for this? I figured these are your people. No? No. Yeah, but I was never in Dora the Explorer. Just don't like backpacks? Is that your problem? Backpack, backpack. You don't like maps. You don't like maps. I'm the map. I'm driven with you you don't like maps (laughs) you don't like maps i have noticed that that's funny i actually know how to read a map like actually read a map but you're not denying what i'm saying and i'm saying you don't like maps i prefer gps we were we were driving all around pleasanton area anyway (laughs) so there's going to be uh two new projects coming uh one for nickelodeon so there's going to be a live action series kind of similar to the 2019 movie that you didn't like even though you didn't watch it i I can't say that i didn't watch it i didn't like it because i never watched it that's why i was asking was it good oh it was funny mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think who was in it i think i have it in my notes uh, but it was called dora and the lost city of gold but check this out it had eva longoria mm. temora morrison yeah benicio del toro and michael pena go watch that movie wait benicio del toro played swiper uh-huh was he actually a fox yeah that's funny and michael pena you know like from ant-man michael pena who did michael pena play uh dora's dad yeah okay. go watch that movie jeffrey Wahlberg played diego eva longoria elena it was fun. Isabella Moner. I think it's on Amazon right now. Is it? I'm, I'm probably going to have to watch it. Jackie's going to look at me weird, but whatever. I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to fight for it. Mm. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, so there's going to be two series, one live action and then one like CG. So it's really separating the two different like uh, demographics. So there's right. going to be live action, a little bit older, preteen, but then there's going to be the CG one that's going to be aimed at like preschoolers. Okay. So that's more of the reboot of Dora that, that you would expect. Okay. Uh, who else? That? Oh, uh, with, uh, they did that with He-Man. Yes. Because they did the... Uh, the Kevin Smith show was more towards like us, the guys who grew up. Yeah, with Yeah, Revelations is a continuation, right? And then they did the new series that was more for kids to bring them into into He Man. Yeah, exactly. It's more. Yeah, it's a jump off point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're doing that with Dora, right? Okay. Just less less swords, probably less nipples. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> So in addition, oh, a weird, weird jump off right there. Okay, <laughs> go, go for it, man. So in addition to the Dora the Explorer, the Dora the Explorer stuff, they announced that SpongeBob will be expanding with three spinoff movies. Really? For Paramount Plus. Okay. Paramount Plus is coming. Or they really are. So we're three getting SpongeBob movies. Exactly. And then on top of that, how do you make a full animated movie out of that? Are you serious? Really? Okay, go. No, bring it on. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Paramount Plus will be getting a full-length Baby Shark animated movie. How? Okay. 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 It's okay. like it makes sense. It doesn't make sense to you. You're like you know mid thirties, dude. This is not for you. No, but I'm saying, how do you get a full movie out of a, a, like a like a two minute song? That song has become the first YouTube video in history to hit ten billion views. It's also uh, a big deal because it got like a whole show out of it and everything like that, making it the most viewed YouTube video in history. And on top of that, that's like more views than there are people on the earth. Right. So just let's let Paramount go after its IP. Right. That is crazy. Hey, make your money. Make your money. So we're getting that. That's mm -hmm. that's a little crazy. So two door the Explorer series, three SpongeBob movies, Baby Shark movie. We're also getting a Blues Clues movie. Okay, Blues Big City Adventure. I wonder if uh, Steve is going to show up in this too. It's a okay. Okay, we're going down a rabbit hole. It's a weird Spider Verse version of Blues Clues. We're getting all three dudes that kind of were in the Blues Clues show. Okay, so Steve is going to be in. It. Steve is in it. Okay, and then um his brother. I forgot his brother's name. Joe. Joe, and then um. Don't his, ask me how I know that because I didn't watch the show. I yeah. just I, I don't know how I know. I like Steve. I know. The more my we talk about this, it. the weirder it, weirder it gets. Yeah, like my knowledge. sister watched with Steve, um, and then she grew out by the time like Steve was still on the show when she grew out of it. Mm -hmm. Somehow I don't know how I know Joe. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I also did not know that Blue is a girl. Oh yeah, I grew up thinking Blue was a boy, but yeah, I, I guess I never really thought about that. But yeah, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then I see we're getting a Paw Patrol sequel. Yeah. So, but uh, going back to Blue's Clues, all three of them are in it. So it's Joe and Steve and Josh, the Filipino dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah Heck yeah. yeah, go represent. So they're all gonna be in the movie. So it's a weird Spider Verse, you know, version of Blue's Clues like live action show. Because everybody's doing universe movies now. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Look, Double A right there. Magenta is a boy. No, Magenta is not a boy. Now is you're Magenta just making boy? stuff. I think he's making stuff. Wait. He's been hitting that salt and pepper shaker too long. Magenta is not a boy. We may have to bet some tacos on that, Double A. You look it up. I'm gonna keep going. Nope. Uh, Magenta is a girl. Exactly. He owes me a taco. She is an artistic female puppy who loves to take and draw pictures. Like Blue, she cannot speak, but she can bark and communicate with others, mainly other dogs. Blue's good, dude. We can too. All I learned from that is Young Phil has way too much Blue's Clues knowledge. And <laughs> I have more Blue's Clues knowledge than I have Baby Shark. So and then and then Double <laughs> A owes me a taco. Perfect. It's a great story. All right, moving on. Moving on to the big guns. Paramount Plus has announced that its Halo series will be getting a second season already, which is crazy because they haven't even released the first one. What is what is that trend? Like we're gonna hit we're gonna hit you with a show, and then before we even show you the show, we're gonna sh let you know that it's coming out again. You know what it is? I think they have test audiences, and I think it does well with the test audience. And they're like, you know what? Where we have the story, there's a uh, uh, room for uh, uh, expansion on it. So mm -hmm. it's like, hey, let's just go ahead and green light it so that because we know this is gonna be a hit. Now, why why do they do that? Like by announcing, it? is it is it just to tell the audience like, hey, this is legit? I mean, it gives you more reason to watch the first season. It's like, oh, if they already greenlit a second season, then shit, we should go watch the first season. It must be good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because for me, I, I I look at it and part of my brain goes like, well, doesn't that put the stakes at the end of season one kind of, you know, like maybe they're not as, uh, uh can't think right now, not as dire as you think they're going to be. But they can still be dire. And that kind of is what, like if they leave it on a cliffhanger, yeah. you know, like say it's like, yeah, oh okay, yeah, okay. like maybe like the last scene of uh, the first season, you see the flood, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not familiar with the game that's uh in the first, or in the first game, uh the covenant and the, uh and, and humankind, the USNC, uh, they have to essentially, uh, or UNSC, sorry, uh, they have to band together to fight blood because it's like, uh, um, they're like a parasitic race that essentially can like infect everything and kills everything. Oh, and that's what the Halo rings are for. The Halo rings are like a 
last resort weapon oh. that is meant to kill everything in a given galaxy. So that oh. way, so that way it can eradicate blood. Got it. Right. And the covenant, uh, basically their whole religion, because they're, uh, the covenant are basically a collective of different alien races. Mm -hmm. Uh, and their religion is based on the sacred ring and they're trying to activate the rings to mm -hmm. eradicate all of, uh, uh, of existence. So that way they can start fresh. Gotcha. Right. So that's the whole thing. And then of course, like, you know, the, uh, m mankind in the UNSC is like, well, we don't want to die. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. so we have to fight the covenant. And then on top of that, we have to, uh, fight band to this together parasite with the covenant to fight this parasite. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. That makes a more compelling story. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the video games, right? So if they're, from what I hear, the Halo series uh -huh. is not supposed to be a rehash of what happens game. It's supposed to be a continuation. Oh, interesting. Right. Hold on, so, hold on real quick. Yeah. Uh, Amy's talking in the chat. We'll get to your question in one second, but let me just finish up on this Halo uh -huh. stuff. 10 episode series is being produced by Showtime in partnership with 343 uh, Industries, uh -huh. uh, along with Amblin Entertainment, which I didn't know. Right. Steven Spielberg. No, I remember Amblin was um, part of this. And which is set to pew pew onto Paramount Plus March 24th. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's go. Let's jump back to the chat. Yeah. So, so Amy, we're going to put you on the screen here. Uh, when it comes to the trailer of Multiverse of Madness, a lot of people are saying either a version of Captain Marvel or Superior Iron Man. But this is just a theory. Uh, but what if the glowing figure is actually Blue Marvel? Ooh. Uh, I think he will fit so well. He has very strong powers, but also he is very smart uh, to the point he could replace Black Panther and seat as a seat amongst the Illuminati. Right. Because Black Panther is a member of the Illuminati. Yeah. Too. Which um, is super interesting. Like it'd be nice to see right um so when i initially saw the trailer or should we save this for when we do the uh, the, the trailer breakdown if you want to chime in on it for a little bit that's real totally quick cool. so just on that specific scene that let's you're talking highlight about, amy that's the first time she, I, she I decided did. to talk in no the, i did uh, she's on the screen i know but i'm saying we're talking <laughs> what she wants to talk about because she decided to chime in, in the chat oh gotcha gotcha so yeah amy um when i initially saw the trailer uh and i reacted uh amongst the group that we had um in, in our in our group chat uh there were a couple of different theories as to who that was um after watching it a couple of times i i do think that's probably captain marvel but uh i or it's either captain marvel or it might be spectrum because she's also in this and mm. it could easily be Cap uh, monica rambo um but i initially thought that it might be nova um and it's just because we they've already said that nova is going to be coming uh he hasn't you know we, we haven't seen anything with him yet uh and i figured this might actually be a good jumping point to bring nova in if they're uh reworking the universe and bringing back um, um, you know, some of those worlds that were destroyed, like uh, that Thanos destroyed and everything like that. Uh, you know, we, we get more Nova Core in that in that case. But uh, no, that actually is a really good, um, a really good thing. It could be Blue Marvel. Um, and I mean, it, it is a very similar uh, skill set. We could be getting him in there. Uh, there's a couple of other speculations that we have on who else could be in there because we're pretty sure it's the Illuminati. Uh, nothing confirmed, even though everybody's saying there's confirmation on certain things. But yeah. when you look into it, a lot of these th things that people are saying are not confirmed. Uh, but we'll go over that more once we do the There's so now. much in that trailer. Oh, yeah. I can't. Let's let's get through this uh, last story. And then real quick, uh, Henry is also saying, I think Ultron. Oh, he was saying that the Ultron bots were the white bots. Um, again, if we're dealing with the multiverse, if they if they're take if they're changing uh, the role.
of the Illuminati because the Illuminati are meant to protect Earth, right? Um, if they're changing them to where they protect the multiverse, because then we can get an excuse as to why we get certain characters that we'll go over in a little bit. Yeah. Um, then um, then yeah, that um that would make a lot of sense, right? Uh, and then the Ultron bots could just be that they have a version of Ultron that they've been able to contain, right? Uh, and then yeah, Phoenix is saying it could be Johnny Storm. I, I really don't think it's Johnny Storm. I, as much as I would love for that to be Johnny Storm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that uh, especially with some of the freeze frames that I've seen, pretty sure that that was Monica Rambo. But we'll um we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get there. Got it. Hell yeah, Jordan, the Illuminati. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's the Illuminati. Let's sh- let's finish this one and then we'll be done with news and then we can go from there. Okay, so we went from Halo. We're gonna go into another game, oh, another yes. long time running game. So the Star Wars MMO, the Old Republic from Bioware and yes. Electronic Arts, is releasing a new expansion. It's called Legacy of the Sith. Now I'm gonna be honest about this. I did not know that Old Republic was still running. It's still running. Um, Old Republic. A lot of the expansions in the past were freaking amazing, mm-hmm. right? Because it takes place. Uh, I think it's ten thousand years before the the Battle of Yavin. Oh, really? Okay. So it is very much in like a different uh, yeah. uh space. There are way more Jedi. There are way more Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is that this is briefly after the fall of the Sith Empire, the, the first fall of the Sith Empire. Got it. Um, so I mean, like you know, there's still an academy on Korriban. There's still like all these different things. Uh, the character that we see in the trailer, if you guys haven't seen the trailer yet, go watch it. Yeah. Um, but the character we see in the trailer is Darth Malak. Uh, Darth Malak is Malgus. Is it Malgus? It's Malgus. So this is in celebration of the launch, which is like ten years ago. Right. But uh, we're talking about this uh, cinematic trailer, go watch this trailer. It's I, I decided to watch it and I shouldn't oh, it because Malgus. I was supposed to be working. Mm. But it's six and a half minutes long. Yeah. It's but it's just like ninety percent of it is fight scene. Yeah. It's fighty fighty. I'm so it's down really with that. good fighty fighty. Yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, I, I was mistaken. It is Darth Malgus who is the main villain from the first uh, Old Republic game. So mm-hmm. not Knights of the Old Republic, who was Darth Malak, uh, who fought alongside of uh, alongside Revan. Um, it's Darth Malgus, who is, uh, again, the main... He, he's kind of like the Lich King in, in WoW. Yeah. yeah. I can totally see that now. Yeah. Malgus is like the big bad through the entire game. This trailer was so fun. It sucked me in. Yeah. It was so interesting watching um, a Jedi and a Padawan and then dealing with Sith. Mm-hmm. You don't get a ton of that. Right. That's what's good about Old Republic, because the other thing is, is you know where a lot of the expansion on the Mandalorians uh-huh. and their way of life and their history uh-huh. comes from the old Republic. Ooh, interesting. That's why, like, a lot of people were afraid when when Lucas uh, or when when uh, Disney bought Lucas and stopped all the games. Oh, a lot of people were afraid were because they were off. like, okay, well, are they going to cut out Old Republic? Because there are a lot of things that, like, Darth Bane mm-hmm. came from Old Republic, mm. right? Um, a lot of the explanation of the Rule of Two, a lot of the history of the Sith Empire, uh, a lot of the history of the Mandalorian Empire, uh, how Mandalorians became nomads for a while when there were planets for a long time. Mm. You know, like there was these Interesting. different things that a lot of people just like love that just disappeared. And uh, when EA announced that they took over the Old Republic and they started bringing back things from Old Republic, people were excited because it's like, oh, that means that, you know, they're validating the things that happened in Old right, Republic. Right, right. The fact that EA just dropped Legacy of the Sith, which means that it's canon. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. <laughs> 
this 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 now the fact that the game came out during this time period just mm-hmm. made all of the old republic stuff canon and that yeah. means that everything that people love to include darth bane darth revan uh uh darth nihilus who's one of my favorite all all-time favorite right he's like the scariest dude ever uh he's so dude darth nihilus uh if he speaks you die oh wow he's because, like uh black bolt but see black bolt is because his voice is so powerful uh-huh. darth nihilus is the embodiment of death oh so if he speaks around you then you then his power and the force cause you to just die okay right so like he's he's a scary character um like like things like that like that means that all this stuff is all canon now and this just makes every uh, i'm sure it makes every star wars fan that knows about old republic that much more excited. it's it's that's super interesting mm-hmm. i'm kind of surprised this came out because it's been such like a, a high republic mm-hmm. you know that's the new uh drive right for lucasfilm besides like you know the tv shows and stuff right but all the new material has been high republic high republic right we come out with the old republic to an old game like a decade old game yeah okay that's cool but it's such a good game though that's the yeah. thing is that it's one of those games that it's like um it's like jedi academy mm-hmm. right it's one of those games that still holds up you know like you can i mean to the, to the fact that they're restoring they're doing a remaster of the original knights of the old republic the game that started it all right. on ps5 yeah you know like regardless of how pissed off i am that it's an exclusive on ps5 they're 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 they wouldn't be re- remastering this game uh-huh if disney was like oh well we don't want to do this well and that you you bring up a good point because like if they're putting it back out again in the disney era of star wars right is that now going to be canon that's, that's what i'm saying is as i think this the fact that they're uh that they're canonizing a section of the game yeah which means that everything from the beginning of that game is now canon yeah because you can't just canonize a part of yeah the game. like all the connective tissue of right it, yeah. you need to canonize the entire history of game yeah and that game specifically is tied to knights of the old republic uh-huh. which means that fan which they're re-releases right which means that fan favorite characters like again like i mentioned darth malik darth revan uh-huh. um uh darth nihilus uh darth scion you know some of the greatest sith in the history of the sith empire darth you know? jamez darth yeah. jamez yeah you know darth bill that's a terrible name uh mm. you know <laughs> but i mean like you know those characters are coming back and and now they're canon right everybody's always talked about like oh i wish they would canonize revan right or um with season seven of um clone wars of clone wars they have a conversation between darth bane and and yoda yeah right and that was the first hint that they may be canonizing old republic mm-hmm. or maybe parts of old republic because mm-hmm. they were like okay well if they're not going to canonize all of old republic then maybe they'll canonize parts of it considering that they're starting to mention characters and events from old republic got it but Look- now that the game is coming out and that they announced that they're coming out with the new expansion that means that it's officially canon by disney standards yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly look phoenix had a chime in darth phoenix you already got a dark phoenix movie that might actually work though i know i know Darth that's... phoenix would actually probably work that's true so star wars the old republic is available on pc the expansion legacy of the sith is available now is it already available yeah wow came out today nice uh phoenix as phoenix likes to say pc master race pc master race <laughs> all right uh do you want to do rumors or do you want to jump to we, we don't have very many rumors so yeah let's let's do the rumors just because there is one thing that i want to talk about in there okay i'll, I'll jam through this one because this one's pretty much a slam dunk yeah yeah obi-wan kenobi series we're like three months away from it right almost three months a little bit over three months right and and just preemptively before we even say what this is my tacos are on the table so let's go okay <laughs> 
<laughs> so the rumor is uh, we're getting Senator Bail Organa mm -hmm. back into this show. So Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Schmitz will be coming back for the show, which is like, oh, that's a no brainer. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's not something even if it's like one episode for like 10 seconds, mm -hmm. it makes sense to get Jimmy Schmitz back in here. Now, again, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, no, this takes place between episode three and episode four. Right. Yeah. And yeah, Jimmy Schmitz is in there all the way. Yeah. Yeah. So the report says that, you know, Jimmy Smith is coming back. He's probably filmed some scenes with Obi-Wan. The report goes on to say that um, Bail Organa's wife, Breha, will also be in, oh, in the series. Nice. Okay, great. Like, that's fine. Are but, we going to see young Leia? But what this leads to is like, are we going to get to see Alderaan? Are we going to get to see young Leia? Well, we've seen, okay, so again, Old Republic. <laughs> yeah. Right? We've seen Alderaan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually get to go to Alderaan in, in this game, and it's very green. It's very beautiful. You also right. go to Dantooine, which is, remember, uh, when Leia was saying, uh, when he when Vader was saying, where's the rebel base? She, she threw, said it was on Dantooine. She threw it under the bus. Yeah, she said it was on Dantooine. So you actually do get to go to Dantu in, in Old Republic. Um, and you get to go to uh, Morag before uh, the Night Sisters. Oh, interesting. Cool. interesting. You actually see Zabrak before they became what they became. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the second game has a, has a Zabrak main character. Pretty cool. Um, but I mean, aside from that, I don't think that Obi-Wan sees Leia, though. You don't think so? No, because she, remember, by the ep episode four, she doesn't know Obi-Wan, mm -hmm. right? She doesn't know what he looks like. She's making a, a, a video and saying, you know, you helped my father. And, you know, he, he said that you would help, right? So I think it's probably going to be more of a meeting between Bail and 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 Obi Wan. I don't think that Leia is going to be there. I think it'll be like Leia's on the ship, and then when yeah, Bale it was it was more ship. like a distant connection. Like, oh, I'm Leia from Alderaan. Like, you you knew my father, yada yada. Right. So there wasn't that. Yeah, she said you connection. served my father in the clone, right? So it's yeah. kind of like you know she acknowledges who he is, yeah. and and his rank, military, mm -hmm. and, and all that. But it's obvious by the way that she's addressing him, she's never met him. Right. 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 right? You know, it's like, hey, you served my father in the Clone Wars. I need your help right and i think that this i mean it's it's again like you mentioned it's a no-brainer that bail and obi-wan had some type of connection yeah so whether they meet in person or even if we just see jimmy schmitz on a uh on, on a hologram yeah right what i was thinking my conspiracy brain started to to spin like maybe we're gonna see alderaan maybe we see young leia right mm -hmm. but it was interesting that they mentioned that uh bail organa's wife will be in it so i'm like okay maybe we're going to alderaan maybe obi-wan is going to alderaan to protect Leia or again from inquisitors oh that would be cool too uh or maybe again uh considering that it might be you know a quick scene where he needs to pass information out to, uh, off to bail mm -hmm. and he's on hologram mm -hmm. uh, so obi-wan is on hologram uh mm -hmm. trying to tell bail that he needs to you know get his family out of the capital or something like that or he's just giving him like uh information yeah and it, it takes away from like maybe bail is having dinner with them could be phoenix chimed in she said so we're gonna see his wife die no. Leia will eventually lose her adopted mom she dies when she's young which is true that mm -hmm. was in episode four right. right she talked about it yeah we're gonna see it or maybe it we see why her mother died yeah maybe it is an inquisitor yeah dies by the hand of a lightsaber Ooh, interesting mm -hmm. interesting so you already said tacos on the table uh, tacos on the table 100 that bail organ is gonna bail be or gonna, yeah i say bail is in it i say we're gonna get alderaan i say we're gonna get young leia mm -hmm. go for broke l let's make it happen yeah all right now this next one uh i wanted to talk about this and i'll try to keep it short because we do have a lot more that we have to talk about um but yeah go ahead and uh, do the headline here all right so brown coats unite firefly is rumored to be making a comeback on disney plus yeah so disney acquired firefly when they bought fox mm -hmm. or when they bought out the, the the film studio for fox um this has been a rumor for a while it's just coming back up again but the rumor has been for the longest time that they were going to be doing a reboot with the original cast who have all gone on to do big things oh yeah you know so like again you know a 
lot of people, some people don't know Firefly. Uh, if you're a hardcore science fiction nerd, then you know Firefly. Mm -hmm. And again, Nathan Fillion comes from this. Um, uh, Alan Tudyk got his start on Firefly, mm -hmm. you know, and like we all know that Alan Tudyk is in everything. Yeah. Right. Uh, from comedies to drama to, uh, to, to DC, to yeah. DC, everything. You know, if, 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 if it's a property that exists, Alan Tudyk is in it. So, I mean, like to Star Wars, Jesus. Yeah, Star Wars. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, he got his start on Firefly. You know, um, there's a lot of people that got their start on Firefly and 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 it's considered to be one of the best uh sci-fi shows created by Joss Whedon. What's her name that was in um Gotham, but she was also in Deadpool? I forgot her name. Oh, uh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um beautiful. Yeah, Italian her. Italian name. Yeah, but she's she got her start in Firefly yeah. as well, right? Can't remember uh, her name. Miranda Bacarin. Yes. Yeah, uh Miranda Bacarin got her start on Firefly. I really like her. I yeah. really like her. So the, it was like a show like produced or created by Josh Whedon. Right? Josh Whedon. Yeah. Right. right here, I'm going to name off a couple people on the cast. And I mean, a lot of these people like, have made it big. Nathan Fillion, Gina Torres, uh, Alan Tudyk, Summer Glau. Summer Glau is like huge right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Jewel State, uh, Adam Baldwin was in this. Uh, Miranda Bakarin. Let's see. Uh, Ron Class, Sean Mayher. Christina Hendricks was in this. Mm -hmm. Mark Shepard was in this. Yeah, I mean, like, they have a whole crap ton of people. This is just like bringing back memories. But I, I mean, you like, know, I wasn't into the show, but I knew a lot of people were like diehard fans, but it only ran for 14 episodes. Right. Like it didn't even finish a season, right? Because the studio a bunch of down. weirdos. You, you, you're grabbing onto a show that didn't last. But they ended up making a movie. Okay. It Serenity, up, right? Serenity. It ended up getting a movie and Serenity was, was again, was great because it kind of like continued that story. Uh -huh. You know, it's kind of what the, uh, um, what's that show that they're trying to bring back on um, on Facebook that we've interviewed before? Bel Air. No. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No. no. No, that wasn't it. Um, Sanford and Son. I will find it um, right now. The Jeffersons. Uh, Legend of the Seekers. That one. That was, my that was my next. Yeah, they, 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 that's what they've been trying to do with Legend of the Seekers because that's almost that's their justification is that, you know, they did a Firefly. They can do it for Legend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, you know, like going into a, a small, like a non NBC, not big time, but like going to like a Disney Plus where it's like we need content. Right. Um, for some diehard fans. Yeah, I could see Disney Plus doing this. Yeah. Um, The rumor that, it, that that's happening again is that they're rebooting it, Um, but it's going to be the original cast still. Rebooting but with the original cast. Yeah, it's this and, and Joss Whedon is on board with it and everything like that. It's it's just kind of weird the way they've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I see Disney Plus doing it. Disney Plus announced a while back they were going to be doing something for Firefly. Mm, so okay. it's just a matter of like, you know, when is it going to happen or how is it going? I think everything is still in development. Mm -hmm. It's just like the rumors are popping up again. All gotcha. Mm -hmm. I, I would think with like Disney's MO, like they would bring on a franchise, but with all new characters and find ways to make or bring on the nostalgia of bringing back certain characters here and there kind of like what they're doing with mandalorian right like hey, I, we're gonna give you a little bit of luke yeah but you're really gonna fall in love with grogu like i would prefer that they stay in the universe and do a continuation mm -hmm. rather than trying to do a whole new thing all over again because you're mm -hmm. really just gonna upset fans right 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 you know like especially like when you have such a hardcore base mm -hmm. uh like a hardcore fan base that never got their show fulfilled yeah you know like that's like what what they need to do is build it after the events of serenity yeah like mm -hmm. why re write this small show that has a huge fan base mm -hmm. why don't you just expand on it because right. it's only 14 episodes plus a movie right right that's what 16 hours to mm -hmm. just expand on that right i say tacos on the table oh my tacos are definitely on the table on this one we're getting the when do you think we'll learn more about this i i honestly think that it's still in the development phases we probably mm -hmm. won't hear anything until if anything is actually being moved until like the end gotcha of the all right all you space steampunkers i i think that you're gonna have to wait i think part of it is also because i think that josh Whedon is still working 
on the new Buffy series. Mm -hmm. So I think he's got a lot of focus on the Buffy series right now. Mm -hmm. And then from there, once he frees up off Buffy, then he'll probably start working. He's on laying low. Like he may write it. Yeah. But like, oh, yeah, he's, they're gonna just, stay. he's been getting in so much trouble lately. They're going to stay like, away from him. Yeah. But I mean, I think like after he's done with what he's doing with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm -hmm. then he's probably going to start working on Firefly. Is Sarah Michelle Geller coming back or is it just I, a reboot? I think it's a reboot. I don't mm -hmm. think Sarah Michelle because I think I think the new Buffy is supposed to lie. Oh, OK. Mm -hmm. So it's like a retelling. OK. Yeah. Phoenix says, I am a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Did I say that weird? Mm, you're fine. OK, good. That's all I got for uh, rumors. All right. So we're going to get into these breakdowns. So are we going to just jump over to this Super Bowl trailer? Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, we already started talking about it. We might as well finish it up. Yeah. So much happened. Dude, I, I remember sitting there. I was just like, no way that they're doing this. Yeah. I was. I literally paused it and like ran up to the screen. Screen. So like I was maybe a foot away from my like 65 inch TV. I was just like, ha, ha, ha. I couldn't right. believe it. Yeah, like basically you were like the kids watching a TV show. Exactly. Yeah. So we got monsters and familiar faces and evil Doctor Strange and zombies and cameos and other dimensions and robots and everything, man. Just so much to unpack. There's so much that was in this trailer. So we'll go through some of these Easter eggs here uh, and talk about some of the things that we saw in there. So, um, I mean, do we know whether we're in reality or not? Or if the whole thing is just a dream? No way they would pull a, you know, a, a Dallas on us. <laughs> Old school reference and make right? us all a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. All right. Uh... <laughs> I'm sure some of it is a dream, but literally it's going to like creep into the reality. The thing is, I think that he's going to start and from what it looks like, he's going to be going into, you know, some of these alternate realities. Especially yeah. like the places like where we see Loki at the end of the universe yeah. and things like that. I think he's going to go into like more places like that, like the fringes mm -hmm. of, of different universes. Well, there's that one shot of the Sanctum where it's like the only building. Right. That could easily be that um, end of time thing right. that Loki was in. Yeah, but he also has like the mirror world and things like yeah, that too. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there yeah. are dimensions where you're an alternate dimension. You mm -hmm. know? So, I mean, I, I can see him kind of going into an alternate dimension that just has like, you know, here is the grim future. Mm -hmm. Especially this is, this is, remember, this is a character that can see into multiple realities at once. Yeah. It's so weird. Like my brain starts to hurt thinking about this because we have time and alternate timelines with Loki and Avengers now, mm -hmm. but then we have alternate realities, right. right? Which we're already dealing with. We know that the whole thing is the multiverse of madness. We're going to be in different realities. But then there's other dimensions like right. where, I don't know, the Shuma Garoth comes from. Is that a dimension or a different universe? He comes from a different I don't dimension. Know. I don't know what the difference is. Shuma Garoth, the eater of worlds. Yeah, I need like Stephen Hawking to explain it to me or something. <laughs> I don't get it. He's a multi-dimensional being. Exactly. Just a monster that just eats entire dimensions. Let's run through some of this because I think we're going to get to the speculations yeah. pretty quick. So we so saw... Apparently he's not going to be Shuma Garoth, but it's Shuma Garoth. Yes. Because uh, Conan the Barbarian still owns the rights to, Con to, to Shuma Garoth. Conan's fault. Because right. Shuma Garoth was a crossover character between uh, Conan the Barbarian and, and Marvel. Yeah. When, when Marvel still did Conan's uh, comics. Right. And Shuma Garoth was basically the grounding of, oh, canon or Conan the Bar Barbarian is in the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. And this is why, because Shuma Garoth tried to kill Conan the Barbarian and Conan stopped him and put him in back in his dimension. Right. You know, it's a trick. <laughs> so nuts. So nuts. Yeah. Go back and read all the old Conan uh, comics, guys. It's, it, it, Conan the Barbarian gets weird. So we got uh, Miss America, right? Mm -hmm. America uh, Chavez. America played Chavez. By, uh, played by Hocho Gomez. So she's in it and it looks like something's chasing her. And she's like dimension hopping, right? Because that's one of her powers. That's one of her powers is that she can uh, hop between dimensions. Is it dimensions or realities? No, see, dimensions. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Timelines. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, you know, what was interesting is we see one shot of Rachel McAdams. Mm -hmm. um, what's her name? Dr. Palmer. You know, Christine. Christine Palmer. Yeah. Love interest of Dr. Strange from 
from the first movie. She's getting married. Yeah. To somebody else. Right. That's not cool. Which, I mean, you gotta remember in, in the first Doctor Strange movie, I mean, they already have a pretty contentious relationship. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that, um, I, I, it's it's not far-fetched as much as they try to, like, build that relationship back. Uh-huh. Remember that Christine's issue with Steven is that he gets too caught up in his work. Right. And if you look at the way that Steven is as Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. or, like, as, as, as the Sorcerer Supreme, he's already Doctor Strange, but as, as the Sorcerer Supreme, he's back in that cycle mm -hmm. where he just focuses too much on his work to have a love life or to have friends or anything like right. that. Like his only friend really is Wong. Yeah, exactly. Because Wong can relate to everything that he does. And he forgot who Peter Parker is. Right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And 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 Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme at this point. Exactly. What about the cape? <laughs> what about the cape? Can't forget about the cape. Cape's his buddy. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, the cape is his friend. Yeah, there you go. That's two friends. Good for him. <laughs> it's more than I got sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. All right. We're all over the place. So we saw we're in other dimensions or realities. Mm -hmm. We're at a wedding. We go we're, back to Comertage. We, we go back to Comertage, right? Mm -hmm. But something's like looming over Comertage. Right. It looks like the nothing from Neverending Story. What What is this? Is it is it the nothing? I think it is the nothing. Where's Atreyu? Atreyu! Hey. Say my name, Atreyu! <sighs> Artex, no! <laughs> <laughs> if, if you did not cry when Artex died, then you are not human. Exactly. Okay, so uh, we also see Doctor Strange like dimension hopping or like remnants of a dimension hopping thing. Which, which is almost, I mean, it's it's almost the same thing that... Um, it's like he's looking for something. Right. But I'm saying like it's almost the same thing that the Guardians did in Guardians 2. Yeah. You know, where they kind of just like, uh, they, 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 not time, like the dimension hop so they can like go to like places faster. Weird. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. But you know, they were, there's that one shot of like, they're coming out of a, looks like a, a submarine door or something, but it's yeah. like a brick building. Right. And you see Strange and uh, America Chavez, right? There's somebody on the other side of Doctor Strange that is conveniently being masked. Paramorta. Oh, it is? What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I thought, I, it, to me, it kind of looks like Scarlet Witch. Like they're on some kind of reality hopping, dimension hopping mission. Which that can make sense. You know, I mean. Find some MacGuffin. Yeah, like um, yeah. Originally, we uh, the speculation that most fans had was that Scarlet Witch was going to be the villain. Mm -hmm. It does not seem that way in this anymore. Right. It seems more like Scarlet Witch is like he's he's trying to get her to help him. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, which, which is not to say that at the end of this she might still not um House of M this whole fucking or a version of her may be the bad guy. Yeah, right. It may not be the Scarlet Witch that we know, mm -hmm. but it could be a Scarlet Witch that's the bad guy. Right. Say his name. Mordu. Uh, say 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 Mordo. The actor, say his name. Uh, Chiweta Ejafor. You got his last name right. Yeah, Chiwetel Ejafor. Yeah, right. That's close, close enough. enough. Close enough. That's Chiw what you're here for. Chiwetel. That's what I said. Chiwetel. Chiwetel Ejafor. There you go. Nobody, nobody rewind that. Yeah, go back, go back. Uh, we're being canceled because you can't say his name. I know, right? So who was he in the first movie? Was he Chiwetel? No, he was um Mordo. He was Baron Mordo. So he was like his buddy, right? Right. So, but then he bailed. Well, spoiler alert, right? Uh, for those of you who haven't watched the movie that's been out for a couple years now, uh, Chiwetel Ejafor's uh. Baron Mordo, he, in the comic books, uh, Baron Mordo is Doctor Strange's, like, nemesis. Mm -hmm. He is his, like, you know, like, he is the Magneto to Presser Xavier, mm -hmm. right? Baron Mordo, um, there is, like, a slight relationship in the comics, but they built, they built it more in these movies, which I thought was brilliant, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you bring back Baron Mordo, and you make him and Stephen Strange friends, because that makes their relationship that much more strength, yeah. you know? And that, There's tension. Exactly, and you build a much 
better villain mm -hmm. than somebody who's just like you know oh my motivation is to destroy everything right right no baron mordo like you you're seeing even though we've only seen him once but i mean like you're seeing him slowly become the villain that he is yes you know like you see him feel betrayed by by uh by stephen strange and by uh the ancient yeah one, right yeah. and you know by the end you see him kind of just like you know like I, he feels the betrayal in this you were probably going to see an expansion on that and he may not even be fully be the villain by the next one he may just be like i'm not uh, uh a member of uh Kamertage anymore you know like this is not uh who i believe myself to be but he's on that road to become right a villain, right which and again it, makes him a more compelling character which kind of leads us into the, the next piece because they were the way he was talking it's almost like he was the messenger or an agent of whatever organization is coming to right. i'm going to say arrest dr strange for messing with you know time and reality and right. everything so it's almost like he was like hey i'm here to warn you you're, you're gonna get taken in which he gets taken in right by a bunch of robots uh yes if you are familiar with the comic books uh the ultron bots uh basically are um in the books they are tamed by a certain group okay controlled oh, by right. a certain group that we are getting into with the next easter egg but i mean yes those are ultron bots for sure okay let's get into it so we see the bots taking strange he's he's in handcuffs mm -hmm. some kind of magic handcuffs he gets taken into the room so he's like okay cool shiny robots they peace out then he's in a room with like six chairs mm -hmm. and either he's gonna get put into like well, he's, I don't know. it looks like he's going in front of a tribunal tribunal or he's gonna get sorted into like house hufflepuff there one of those two. yeah he's he's going he's going into the sorting hat exactly yeah. right dr strange yeah. is a hufflepuff yeah. i'm gonna say it right absolutely now. um so who we who we are speculating with all the speculation is that the people that he is walking in front of mm -hmm. are actually a group that he becomes a part of yeah the illuminati exactly and as a comic book fan this gave me all of the giddies <laughs> right if you're unfamiliar with the illuminati the illuminati is a group of characters that oversee all events on earth to protect all of mankind whether it be mutants or superpower people or just regular people just everybody there now again the way that they're kind of building it up is it seems like it's not going to just be earth they're going to be protecting the multiverse right right uh which falls in line with how marvel will expand some of these organizations right you know like um biggest example is in civil war right civil war in the comic books was a conflict in america mm -hmm. right civil war in the movie was a global conflict right right and they made it make sense yeah totally right so the illuminati can in the comic books consists of tony stark reed richards black bolt dr strange professor x namor uh and black panther mm -hmm. right um in this uh i don't think we're gonna get black bolt because they haven't reintroduced um or they may they they may do it because they may not have to introduce the characters I, you know what i'm thinking they may have a version of this but it's just it's just going to be like a professor x or somebody from one universe and then dr strange from our universe and mm -hmm. no you know uh reed richards from another universe so well it, that's the thing is that i so the tony stark everybody that the, the rumor right now is that it's um tom cruise tom cruise and he's going to be superior uh superior iron man mm -hmm. right uh reed richards that's going to be our introduced uh, introduction to the fantastic four which everybody is hoping it's going to be john krasinski um black bolt again black bolt could be there we've been introduced to black bolt but they've already decanonized the property he was in because shit sucked <laughs> inhumans was terrible uh, but i mean like you know you could that's a way to redo the inhuman is just have black bolt on that council mm -hmm. and you know you acknowledge that inhumans are a thing right? and then you can go back and retell that story later um i mean it could be it could be inhumans from a different that's universe what that's what i'm saying is yeah. you can go back and retell that story later uh the uh, namor this would be the introduction to namor which the rumor right now is that namor is going to be one of the sub villains for wakanda forever mm -hmm. right
right? So this would be an easy way to introduce Namor the Submariner, right? And then, of course, uh, I mean, they're probably going to exclude Black Panther unless they find a different way to, to bring to put somebody else on the council or mm -hmm. maybe they put Manape on the council or something like that. Uh, the biggest thing is Professor Xavier, right? Because in this trailer, uh, everyone, everyone is assuming that the voice they hear speaking to Strange is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Now, it has not been confirmed that it is Patrick Stewart. It sounds like Patrick Stewart, but that mm -hmm. does not mean that it is Patrick Stewart. How dare you? You're ruining <laughs> all our dreams and hopes. I'm I'm hoping it is, but that's the thing is that it could be it could also be a swerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. This could easily be a swerve. Um, but if it is Professor Xavier and it is Patrick Stewart, which the rumor being that was from some of the glimpses that people see that it's a version of Patrick Stewart from Days of Future Past, which is like the one that everybody likes. Yeah. Okay. Where he still lives on in the future and he doesn't die like he does in spoiler alert in Logan, right? Yeah. You know, uh, then it could be that version of Professor Xavier. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. know, which means that once you canonize, not canonize, but once you legitimize that X-Men are in this universe, you can recast Professor Xavier. Not a problem. How dare you? Well, Patrick Stewart's getting a little older and I don't think that they're going to build an entire franchise for the next 10 years over Patrick Stewart. Good, good point. You know, good as point. much as I would love Patrick Stewart to continue playing that role because he is by definition Professor Xavier. But they wouldn't like grab, what's his name, McAvoy. I don't know if they'll do McAvoy. Yeah. McAvoy would be great. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that if they do do McAvoy, that further uh, legitimizes the Deadpool movies because McAvoy was in the Deadpool Ah, movies. that's a good point. Ah, look at you. Which Feige already said that the Deadpool movies are coming over as it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Way to bring it back. That's that's solid. You know what I think is happening here? Mm -hmm. So it looks like he's on trial for all the mistakes he's made about messing with reality and time and whatever. Mm -hmm. I think what they're going to do is recruit him. Right. They're like, hey, um, you screwed up. You see what you're doing. Uh, but there's bigger issues going on out there. Um, and we need somebody heavy with magic. So we're going to use you, Mr. Reckless, Mr. Maverick, because the evil version of you, which we saw in What If, is about to come. Which we also see in the trailer. Exactly. Right. And I mean, that would also make sense uh, to have Doctor Strange. Like, this is them recruiting him to be a part of the Illuminati, which he is a member of, mm -hmm. uh, at least in the comic. Mm -hmm. um, this could also, I mean, again, the swerve of this, this could also be a scene that happens at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, it can easily be a post-credit scene. Yeah. They've done that. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, they're recruiting him to be in the Illuminati, even though he's a little reckless. They need the Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, wait, he's not the Sorcerer Supreme, which makes me think, oh my gosh, does something happen to Wong in this movie? Or by this point, he's proven himself to be the Sorcerer Supreme again. Could be. Right. Could be. But I mean, by the point of Shang-Chi, Wong is still the Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. why go after Stephen Strange? What about Wong? Unless Wong said, or not nah, even I'm that, good. by the point of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's literally the Sorcerer Supreme in yeah. Spider-Man. That's why they, that, that's the jokes that they're making. Yeah. Unless Wong goes, like, all right, take, take Strange because I need to fill my duty and protect Sanctorum, protect my Earth, that sort of thing. But anyway, protect my reality, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but so we're leading into the evil version of Doctor Strange, which looks a lot like the Strange that we saw in I'm, What If. I'm pretty sure it's him. It's the same one. I think it is too. It's him just absorbing everything from every universe. Mm -hmm. I think uh, he's found a way to get out of his reality, even though I guess the Watcher maybe right. gave him the tools to get out of his own reality. And he's like on a, you know. Be cool if we saw a Watcher in there. I know, right? How that, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. Because they are dealing with the multiverse. So it'd be yeah. cool if we saw Watu and he was just like, you know, uh, or maybe Watu the, was the one that put the, the, the Illuminati together. Oh, like he put together the uh, uh, Guardians Avengers. of the Multiverse. Right. Oh, good point. Because this is his way of protecting the multiverse. Wow, That'd that's cool pretty good. to do that. That is actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay, at this point in the trailer, is it Superior Iron Man? I'm pretty I, sure it's Superior Iron I, Man. I guess we're not going to know until we see more. No, I mean, that, that would be the thing that makes the most sense. But I mean, we, we, we won't know until. We yeah, I, I know people.
people have all kinds of speculations. I don't think it's it's Johnny Storm. I don't think it's Johnny Storm either. And I and I don't think it's um like Captain Marvel. Yeah, like I said, some of the freeze frames, it looks like it might be uh Spectrum. That's what got me because yeah. I, you know, we see like that orange reddish glow, but there's a bit of like blue in there too. Right. So as soon as she said Spectrum, I'm like hmm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's Monica Rambeau makes sense. Yeah. Especially if we're getting um if we're getting Wanda. Right. It makes sense to to put Monica Rambeau in this. And I and I know I they've said that Monica Rambeau is gonna is gonna make an appearance. I mean, yeah, 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 know, yeah. Whether totally. that's her or if it's another character, but I mean, I'm still hoping it's some kind of superior Iron Man because mm -hmm. it would just be cool to see Tom Cruise fighting his Iron Man. Exactly, exactly. We already talked about Shuma Garoth slash Gargan the Year of Worlds or Gar Gargantua, Gargantua, yeah, or Gargantis. Sorry, Gargantis making an appearance, so we don't need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, we see Doctor Strange with a statue. No big deal, right? We talked a lot about Scarlet Witch, and we know that she's going to be in this. But did you catch that there was another Scarlet Witch? I kind of. Yeah, there was. So um, there was one scene, I think it was towards the end, where it looks like the, uh, you know, Wanda reality is kind of melting away. Mm -hmm. But it was zombie Wanda. Oh, wow. So it's like somebody must have ended up in her world and she's like, must have realized like there's other realities. Mm -hmm. And she's like breaking through realities. Right. Is what it seemed like. So I'm just like, oh, snap. Is she going to get into this reality? Like, which kind of leads into the next piece. Um, We didn't really talk about Scarlet Witch besides, you know, like she's in it. But I think she's going to be like, she's going to be a friend to Strange. I think of her as like Legolas, right? Right. She's coming in to be like um, an ace up his sleeve kind of thing to go on this adventure. Right, 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 right. I don't think she's the bad. She, I don't think she's the bad guy. I, I don't. Now, after seeing the trailer, I don't think she's going to be the bad guy either. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Which kind of leads me into the, we talked about zombie Wanda. Right. But we also see zombie Doctor Strange or something. God, just at the end, just. Yeah, but the thing is, is that along with that, if you remember kind of when, when you look at Superior Doctor Strange in What If, mm -hmm. I think that might actually just be him like channeling the different dark energy. Could be. It could be a zombie, but it, I, I think it's more likely that he's just channeling the dark energies from the different universes. Because remember, when he channels the dark energies in um in What If, uh, he it's very similar like that. He's got like all these like weird like monster tentacles and hands coming out of him. Yeah. So. This guy, this version, he looks dead, but he also looks like an, like an Indian god or something like that. Right, right. I'm looking at Phoenix said she put something in the um in the chat let's take a look at what deadpool is possibly spotted in the newest poster for yeah. doctor strange the multiverse event i saw that um so liefeld um has been very vague about a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. uh and saying like he posted the trailer and he posted that poster and everything like that but without any context yeah um i've seen the screenshot of potentially wade's face in one of those pieces of glass yeah right uh so i mean i see what people are talking about where they say that you know deadpool might come in here and it's possible yeah. it is if they're dealing with multiverses literally it's possible that you get like a quick in and out scene of like wade wilson walking into a scene it could easily be spider-man as well in that like reflection or something like right. that well the, the, if you look at it the way that it is very very dead or it could be kind of like how they did um the silhouettes in no way home it's mm -hmm. like oh look there's rhino there's you know right craven the hunter i guess but like that's it i think maybe that's what we get right, right deadpool right. gotta get every universe in here right might as well add deadpool's universe mm -hmm. that works dude i am so excited for this yeah movie. no this is this is gonna be fun man uh again i i feel like it's a it's very overwhelming yes the way that they're doing everything but just as overwhelming as it was with no way home yeah right i think that they pulled it off beautifully with no way home i think they're gonna be able to pull it off easily with this this movie. trailer was like a buff
buffet plate, you know, like at Sizzler. Mm-hmm. But when you pile too much stuff on, like when you start out with chicken wings, you put too many chicken wings on, chicken then you start adding, adding and adding. And then you're and like, you add hot dogs and bologna. It's like and spilling then you off add chicken Ooh. and macaroni. <laughs> Chilling with my homies. <laughs> there was so much in this trailer. It's yeah. so crazy yeah. to me. But no, it's 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 nuts, man. Uh, there there are a lot of appearances that we're going to see in this. A lot of characters that we're going to see in this. Uh, again, this is just them breaking open the potential of what the MCU is going to become. I'll tell you what, though. If you like stack up these trailers like this versus No Way Home, this trailer is way better than any No Way Home trailer that came out. That's because Sony sucks. <laughs> That's rude. But still, you know what I mean? Like they packed so much into this trailer. Right. It's crazy to me. There's just so many like small little Easter eggs. Yeah. And I guarantee that some of those are swerved because I, that's what Marvel does. Yeah, that's nuts. Okay, I hear you. Like a lot so, of it is probably them trying to build buzz because it's like, hey, we want people to talk about this. Let's put in things that potentially could be nothing. Yeah, I think what this also does, it like makes you um, look at some of their other pieces of the MCU that you're not quite into mm-hmm. and maybe like you need to watch this. Like all the what if stuff like, hey, WandaVision, you need to go back and watch this. They did that with um with with the, uh, the, the Avengers movie. You know, they made you go back and watch movies that you thought you would have never gone back to watch like Dark World. Yeah. Who, yeah, who, who was ever going to go back and watch Dark World? Yeah. But then there's so many Easter eggs between Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. that have to do with Dark World that it's like, oh my God, this makes so much more sense now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's rate it. That's what we do in the breakdown. Oh man. Uh, based on the excitement that I have here. I guess it'd be like excitement level. Yeah. We don't know anything about the movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like based on the excitement level, based on the trailer itself, uh, we are going with 10 uh, uh, Eyes of Agamotto oh, out of 10 uh, flying cloaks. <laughs> That's not too bad. That's not too shabby. I would have to go, I don't know, uh, 10 Ultron bots for like, I don't know, seven Illuminati members. Nice. So 10 out of seven. <laughs> the uh, the one thing that I'm hoping happens in this because it hasn't happened yet. Oh yeah, there you go. Pick one thing to happen. Yeah. If anything else like is a swerve, pick one thing that you want to see happen. The one thing I'm hoping because it hasn't happened yet and I'm waiting for it, I'm, I, I need Doctor Strange's catchphrase by the horror host of Hoggett. That out of everything you can ask for? Because he has not said his catchphrase yet. He in- says it all through the comics. He has not said it in any of the movies. I need him to say, by the hoary host of Hoggett. In a multiverse? In- Specifically when he sees Shumagaroth. In infinite number of universes and things that could happen, including the X-Men. You want him to just say that line? If you're, if, if, It's one of those if you know, you know things. If you're a fan of Doctor Strange, then you're probably with me in, in hoping that he says it. Okay. Okay. I'll give that to you. For me, it's gotta be Professor X because mm. that would lead to so much more, so much more if right. we get Professor X. It breaks like everything open. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I want. Like they've been teasing it, you know, Spider Verse with the various Spider Man, Spider Man's, Nanzes. <laughs> but that would blow it open for me, just because that's like the two biggest Marvel franchises, right? Mm-hmm. X Men and then the MCU. That would be awesome. And connected to Spider Man, technically, that'd be yeah. awesome. I'm down with that. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it for the breakdown of Doctor Strange Super Bowl. Right. By the way, there was there was a Super Bowl. But anyway. Did you see all the, the commercials? That, that I guess there was a football game that played in between them? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Between that and the uh, and and the old school hip hop uh, concert that happened? Right. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was good with that. I was like, okay, you're trying to do something. I get it. It was fun. I liked 
it. I get it. Okay. Um, that's it for Doctor Strange. So much. You want to call it right I now? I think we're going to have to call it, guys. Uh, we're at two hours and 10 minutes. Uh, we may... So we still have to do the breakdown of uh, Book of Boba, the last two episodes of Book of Boba. I think we're going to drop that as a separate episode. Um, so that way we can get that content out to you guys as well, just because I know everybody's uh, uh, waiting for us to kind of weigh in on that. So uh, for nursing homes, APs. <laughs> She's talking about Professor X. Rude. So while we're waiting for Doctor Strange, we got merch, people. We got merch, people. We got new merch. Yeah, we just actually got the shirts back in with some of the different sizes that people are looking for, like large, extra large. 2XL. I think 2XL. We'll see. I would show you the one that's behind me, but it doesn't have the piece on the back. So it's yeah. not like a true version of the shirt. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, mine does, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we got we got the merch. We got the merch. Uh, 20 bucks if you're local. 20 25 if we have to ship it we will have them at capitola collecticon i was talking to our buddy joe and he said we'll be able to get more before capitola collecticon hell yeah so so we'll have some available at the con itself so come and see us at the con remember guys you can go to was it capitola collecticon.com mm -hmm. uh and then you buy your two-day pass put in the code nerd at checkout and you get five dollars off five bucks off come hang out with us um we'll be giving away uh funko pops so all you got to do is follow us on instagram at distance nerding right and then at the show we're gonna give i think three pops away a day hmm. two days so six that's math right so come hang out with us you know chat us up get a shirt it'll be awesome get some stickers we'll get oh we're gonna be giving away stickers all yeah. kinds of different we'll stickers, have plenty of stickers and we'll have distance well. nerding stickers too there you go hell yeah but until then mondays mondays the build there we go <laughs> on twitch youtube facebook live guys come and hang out with us and build well it's gonna be expanding now but i mean mostly build lego uh i didn't get a chance to say it on monday but i'm gonna say it tonight this is the build for uh for this monday this is, coming up monday right it is not lego for the first time for the first time in forever the build this week i'm building the derm string from uh derm strung from harry potter uh it's a 3d puzzle so it's not lego Ooh, ah. and i'm gonna have to tell you guys the story of how this happened but i mean that's for another time <laughs> uh 3d puzzle yeah that's interesting yeah. so is it do you have all the pieces out and you got to put it together yeah without knowing or is, is there instructions? no there's instructions okay. uh jackie bought it thinking it was lego and wasn't and i still got excited because it's harry potter so no, it's cool it yeah. looks cool yeah so i'm excited to build that it's the first time that we're building something that's not lego on stream so we'll 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 get down on that on monday the multiverse of building exactly like so monday's from six, six to, to eight, eight pacific PM. standard time now that's monday wednesdays you catch us on this show right here on uh on the download from 7 30 to whenever we finish because mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we it's hard to put actual times on that because we uh we never know how much news we're going to be covering over so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh so that right there guys uh and then of course you can catch me in between playing uh uh destiny and uh and halo on on facebook live ah there we go drinking the dubby drinking the dubby playing the pew pew exactly playing like the pew it. pew if you're ever in the chat on that you'll just every time you'll see at the beginning of the chat just james goes pew 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 all right have something you want to discuss tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the facebook group the distance nerdington post guys nice taco join the taco party all you have to do is go to distance nerding.com click on that buy us a taco button and you can buy us some tacos 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 come back and they uh come back to buy to, to, to paying for the merch and paying for all the stuff that we can get back out to you guys the fans uh and and you know it's it's a better way for i mean this is how we get the cons and everything too so i mean this is how we uh interact with everybody out there you know so you know buy us a taco be cool buy us a taco help us go to these cons oh my gosh by the way i guess we can't talk about it yet but there's more cons oh yeah 
yeah, no, no, we can't talk about that yet. Uh, but a lot more cons. We have a whole lot more cons coming up, guys. So you know, be on the lookout for some uh, some pretty cool um, national uh, uh, some colossal news. There you go. Uh, some announcements coming soon. Uh, so guys, to get all that stuff, connect with us at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, all at Distance Nerding. Thanks, and keep nerding together. All right, dance party time. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's dance. You and me. You and me. And... Oh my god, that fits so well. Distance nerding. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Grab the perfect get-up-and-go breakfast for you and your crew. Right now, two soft and fluffy fully loaded sausage burritos are just three bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.